This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. again with you guys for another episode of what is the arsenal preview show hope you're doing good hope you're doing well thank you so much for joining us as always uh we are looking ahead of course thank goodness to another game with arsenal's premier league uh mercifully returning after what has been a lengthy and frustrating international break uh but we've managed to sit on our hands we've managed to get through it we've kept our fingers crossed for injuries to stay away and besides obviously the ones that we knew that existed before uh the international break we've come through it relatively unscathed we'll talk about all that and more of course with our guests let's introduce you to them now first of all joining us uh, from bermuda it's david how are you doing david you good you well yes sir i'm doing well how are you guys all right very good thank you my friend very good good to see you it's been a while good to see you on the show again yeah. uh i'm yeah. also joined by rohit how you doing rohit you good you well Hey, Tom, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. And good evening to everybody who's joining us live. Absolutely. Speaking of which, great segue. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be, guys, in the world. We've got Temi in the chat box, uh, Marcus Nav. We've got uh, Rancid, Ginger Guna, Liv uh, joining us as well. Uh, we've got, uh, I'm going to show this, is it Old Dave? Is it Old Dave or is it Old Dave? Or is it old Ave? I don't know. It must be one of those things. Uh, but uh, <laughs> maybe it's an old Dave joining us. Uh, Keith uh, joining us as well. We've got David. We've got Bakary Lasagna in the chat as well. And uh, unfortunately, as uh, as Bakary Lasagna says that, no Ojo at the moment. Ojo's supposed to be coming on this evening. He's not showed up. I don't know why. That's classic Ojo behavior. Maybe we'll see him jumping in late in the chat box we'll have to wait and see um let's crack on with today's show though david how have you suffered and survived through the international break well look i tell you it's been hard um and then after a while you're able to kind of check on the awesome players that have been playing and you can enjoy yourself a little bit seeing performances like um like because saga's been putting in karen terry's been putting in so it's been a little difficult, but at the end of the day, you know, being able to see the Arsenal players still flourishing, still for the most part staying fit throughout these last two weeks has been good. It's been really, really good. 
Yeah, it has. I mean, avoiding injuries being the key thing, even though Rodri really did try to injure, injure Martin Odegaard with an mm-hmm. attempt and also obviously sent Kieran Tinney off the field uh, mm-hmm. with a little bit of a knock as well. Uh, if you, Arsenal need any more motivation, uh, there's a little bit extra going through. But Rohit, was there anyone that stood out for you during this international break from an Arsenal perspective or not even an Arsenal player, but maybe someone that Arsenal are even looking at? Uh, of course, Saka to start with because... Mm. England is the only game I pretty much watched because I just wanted to watch a game just to make sure the soccer doesn't go injured uh, because I have zero feelings towards internationals, of course, because India doesn't play in them. And uh, I pretty much go numb whenever internationals are happening. And I'm just keeping my fingers crossed and just waiting for the for the, for the PL to be back. I watched Saka. He was, his, his goal was beautiful. And the only other game that I watched was... Uh, England, Ukraine, and I also watched. Uh, which one was that? I'm com- com- it's kind of like completely gone from top of my head. But yeah, was Germany it- was uh, with Belgium. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and also Scotland's game with Spain, in which Katie did get a jarring from Rodri, and he kind of. I think it was a knock. He didn't walk down the tunnel. He was just sitting on the bench. So I think he's he'll be fine. Yeah, I think he will be okay. Uh, I don't think there'll be too many issues at all with, with T&E. He had great involvement in their goal. Scott McTominay scoring as well. Um, but we, I think we need to, to kind of put all of that international stuff to one side now with the run-in now the focus. Ten games left between Arsenal and the end of the season. Plenty of points available, of course, and the opportunity to win a title. David, after this break, how are you feeling about Arsenal's title chances? It's still real 50-50 for me, if I'm going to be completely honest. I know a lot of people will want to have a bit more um, a, bit, a bit more good feelings about it, but at the end of the day, we still have some very, very, very difficult games to go. And I see um, next week against Liverpool is going to be a tough one. City, we still have to play Chelsea, even though they are not been playing so well this season. And then we have a trip to St. James Park against Newcastle. Um, so I wouldn't say that I'm I'm completely thinking that we're still going to win the title. I think I'm still 50-50, um, mostly due to the run-in, but also down to the injuries. Um, I want to wait until Saliba gets back, and fingers crossed between now and the end of the season, we can keep most of our key players, the likes of Partey, the likes of um, Odegaard, especially Xhaka, since they've been playing a lot of games. As long as we can keep these guys fit between now and the end of the season, I think I think as the games go on and we start to get hopefully win after win, I will start to feel a bit more um, enthused about it. Obviously, Rohit, there is the the kind of the elephant in the room, if you like, this weekend of Man City hosting Liverpool. Um, Arsenal, obviously, as we know, and we're going to talk about in more detail, have their game against Leeds. But that game between City and Liverpool seems to be a big one on the minds of Arsenal fans. Where's your head at regarding City's ability to, to win that? Obviously, Erling Haaland didn't train today with City either, so there's doubts about his potential availability, but what are you thinking out of that one? My my, my head and my heart tells me that City's going to nick it. Uh, mm. I, of course, do want Liverpool to at least draw with them, and Haaland not being there, I think City will still have enough in the Arsenal to kind of, you know, just roll over. I wouldn't say roll over. I think I, I actually foresee a 2-1 narrow victory for City. I think if Liverpool, like previous seasons, would have been in a title charge, I would have had more hopes on them. 
but looking at the way they have been this season, the midfield just is weak, to be honest. No matter how 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 the front three or, or front four might be, and uh, but but the but the midfield does not give me any hope. So as far as City and Liverpool are concerned, and I do, and I do not know, know that they play before us, so the advantage that we have on them might actually be reduced. But when it comes to Arsenal, it's just our game that we need to look at. At least I'm looking at, and and and, and like Miguel said, it's one game at a time because I do not even want to look beyond Leeds right now. Mm. It's difficult, isn't it, to, to start thinking about the next game and the next game. Obviously, the next game after Leeds is that Liverpool fixture. So it's going to be all focused on, on playing Javi Gracia's side. Uh, Javi Gracia has never faced Mikel Arteta um, during his time. Uh, he was briefly at Watford, but I don't think that they, they met during that period. He's obviously at Valencia. We didn't face Valencia in the cup competition in that time either. Um, David, when you look at this lead side right now, who could be without a number of key players, including Nyonto, looks like he's going to be out injured, Javi Gracia confirming that, and Maxi Voba, and of course, Tyler Adams going to be out as well, because um, he's really? just undergone surgery. So there's a lot of, of players missing. How are you rating this lead side at the moment? I mean, look, if you take anybody's I, I want to say maybe two or three best players out of the team they will have a dip in a dip in quality but again within that lead squad as we've seen the last time we played them as we've seen you know throughout the season that they have a lot of energy they like to work hard and stuff like that so it's still not going to be a very easy game even if they are missing two or three of their um their better players in there but um you know this is the, this is the lead squad. I want to say like over like the last like maybe one or two months that have pretty much been up and down. They've had some good wins here and there, but I've also had some very disappointing losses and um and draws. So, um, coming to the Emirates, I still do feel very confident about that, and um, I do feel like, you know, between now and the end of the season, if we do what we're supposed to, we don't make any silly mistakes. And um, if we start very, very quickly, like we were in the first half of the season, we should be able to get it done, you know, fairly, fairly easily, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Leeds are a team that I think have, have shown some promise recently. I think a lot of that have ironically come from someone like Nyonto. Uh, Tyler mm. Adams has obviously been a good performer in their midfield and him missing is a big, big blow for them too. But Rohit, they still have threats. You know, Patrick Bamford's has always got a decent record in the Premier League of scoring. They probably provided us one of the toughest tests that we had all season when we went to Ellen Rhodes earlier in the campaign. I mean, I was there. It was one of the weirdest afternoons of my life. A, because obviously we had the situation with VAR delaying the kickoff for like 40-odd minutes. And at the end of the game, after a chaotic fixture in which Leeds did everything but score, and we'd obviously had that great chance through Saka, which we scored, Gabriel getting sent off and then seeing that rescinded, they missed a penalty. It was a crazy game. Does that game give you reason for concern in this one that they're going to bring a threat with them? Yeah, it was a crazy game. Uh, started with up with the power cut, like you said, uh, the missing pen, and also Gabriel kind of going home and then coming back. So it was almost like it, it was it was a full spice. It, it was a high drama game, and it was also a game of two halves for us. I suppose it's one game where we have I have at least seen us playing worst in at least one of the halves, and that was the second half where we just cling to our lives. First half we were still decent. And uh, we had what almost equal shot distributions across. They had eight, we had seven. But in second half, they kind of overran us. We had only two and they had eight. So there was a big imbalance in that game, especially in the second half. 
But like I said, it was a game of high drama. And one thing that I've seen this team do, especially with the mentality that they have now, is they learn from where they have gone wrong. Even though that game that day was a win and we backed three points, but I'm sure this is the kind of game that Mikel tells them about what happened last time we met them and how they almost ran a racket. And there is no way he's going to allow them to do the same thing at home. Even though I think this is one of the best times to be playing them because, like you said, they are missing Wobber, they're missing Gronto, and they're also making Adams for the, for the complete season. Sinistra and uh, Rodrigo are both doubtful. And if you remember, Rodrigo did kind of create a, create a lot of trouble for us in, in, in that particular game. So I'm not worried about that particular game because we, 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 we bounce back and not just... We don't bounce back from last results. We bounce back, we bounce back from the teams that we played against. And if you played against them bad, make your always make sure that we kind of like to come back with a better, uh, come back with a better mindset against against Leeds, for example. Mm. Yeah, I think that we are going to have to approach this game basically the same that we've approached the last few. I mean, we had a really good month, of course, uh, this month being still in March right now. And we've managed to get four wins out of four. Mikel Arteta's up for the uh, the Manager of the Month awards. And the irony is, of course, is every time that he's won the Manager of the Month award, the first game of the month after he won it, we've not won. <laughs> so, you know, there's a likelihood here that we see Mikel Arteta win this award again. And we'll have an, another one of those uh, frustrating omens to try and overcome uh, and end one of those poor records that we've got. Because the one so far we've had Man United that we lost, of course, the Newcastle game that we drew at home and the Everton game um, that we lost as well. So this is the fourth one. By the way, the record for uh, Premier League Man of the Mo- uh, Manager of the Month awards is five. Jurgen Klopp got that. So Mikel Arteta, if he is to win, which I would put him down as the favourite after winning four, I think the closest to him is... Emery and um, De Zerbi. They only played three games, winning two, drawing one. So Arteta's got a significant amount of points total higher than that and goals as well. So he's without a doubt favourite to win that one that will be announced, I'm sure, very soon. But we look to now this game and how Arsenal set up. We've got decisions to make. Gabriel Jesus seems to be now fully ready and fit after the international break, getting ready for that. Of course, we've still got the question mark about how we deal with Saliba's absence, which has now been confirmed. Kai Kainak, my colleague at Football London, reporting that he will indeed miss the game at the weekend. Thomas Partey trained today, of course, and so that means he should be good to go for the weekend. But there are still decisions to be made about whether or not you would risk him. So let's go into the lineups. We start, first of all, uh, wrong screen. Where is it? What's the one I want? This one. There we go. Um, Rohit, you're up first, mate. Tell us your 11 and explain your choices. So, uh, taking everybody through the, through the team, I've got Rams, Ramsdale in goal. He went, he fully rested goalkeeper, no injury issues. So, of course, he is our key player, starter for us. I've gone to the back four of White holding Gabriel and, and Zinchenko. I think it was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it Wheatley who reported that with Saliba it might be hamstring and not hamstring back really issue? So yeah, if, if hamstrings are normally two to three weeks minimum. So I'm glad that he actually got the international break for rest and maybe, and there's no way he's going to play to uh, play on Saturday and hopefully he will be back for Liverpool at least with maybe two, three training sessions before and he should be fine because there's no way I'm playing holding uh, against Pool if Saliba is ready to go. Uh, I have played uh, Jorginho with Jaka and Odegaard. Uh, uh, Jorginho did play uh, against against England for almost yeah. 70 minutes, but I mm. think he was rested against Malta, so he's pretty well rested. 
and party uh, there was uh, pictures of of him training but if, if there's even one even if there's just one percent chance of him pulling up again i'm not going to put him on that on that pitch especially with leeds having possibly roca and uh, mark roca and uh, kenny mckenny uh, in midfield i think our midfield four of zinni uh, Zorginho, uh Zaka and, and Odegaard should be enough to just run over the midfield because Adams is a big miss for them. So I think if for this particular game, we can actually uh, do without party. Uh, front three, um, most of the time, you know, Saka and Martin are starters. There is no way I'm going to drop them. Even though Saka did play 85 and 90 minutes, which was crazy. But then Martin Lee is well-rested, got two weeks uh, off. Same with uh, same with. Uh, same with uh, Gabriel Jesus. I'm not going to play Trossard yet because he did play, uh, not, not even though he didn't play complete 90 minutes for Belgium, but he did play almost 60 and 40 minutes across two games. So I'm not going to be playing him, but I'm expecting a low block from uh, a low a low block from Leeds. So I will be very tempted to bring him on later, maybe around 60, 70 minutes. If you're still kind of, uh, uh, you know, 1-1, nil nine something like that. So yeah, pretty much uh, picks up... Uh, most of the team picks up themselves, holding in place of Saliba, of course, because of injury. Georgina, because of party against, because of injury scare. And I rested uh, Trossard mainly because he played, and I want uh, the, the most well-rested players to be playing in this game. Lovely job. Well summed up. Good points. Well made. Uh, David, talk us through yours, mate. Yeah, pretty much. Um, same at the back. Ramsdale, Zinchenko, Gabriel, Holden, White. Um, I agree with Rohit. Um, I'm cool with Holden playing in this game, but we definitely need to leave it back next game. Um, I'll put Partey in the, um pretty much because he, he um, trained today. And I was kind of kind of a little iffy on if I want to play Jorginho just because I know that midfield, which is pretty much going to be what, um, like you said, Rucker, um, McKinney, and what, Aronson. Very, very quick midfield. And I think if if we play Jorginho in there alongside Jacker. Um, especially with Odegaard liking to get forward and stuff like that. I'm a little afraid of, of how much pace is going to be in that midfield and going to be running at Jorginho. So um, this is probably not the game to be playing at me in. Probably against somebody maybe lower down the table who we know is going to be um, a, lit, um, a little bit deeper. You could probably play um, Jorginho, but in this game, I wouldn't trust um, that midfield coming up against um, Jorginho. For as good as we set up. And then uh, Martinelli, Sacco on the right, and then Trussard up front. I think it may be a little bit too early um, for, for Gabriel Jesus to be started and play most of the game. Um, we've seen how Trussard plays. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. With this front three, um, he combines well. And again, with that, with that midfield, um, 
I kind of like Trossard kind of dropping in deep, picking up the ball and allowing Saka and Martinelli to um, kind of drive forward. Um, and this is why I'm going with, with Granit Xhaka as my star player because I think that the ability for Granit Xhaka to actually be able to stretch defenses, kind of pull out, um, pull out wide sometimes, pull midfielders out of position, and then kind of um, um, kind of drop into the hole um, between the center backs and the um, and the fullbacks to receive the ball in those advanced areas. I think it's very very important and is going to be very key for us. It's really going to be one this game, I believe, in the midfield. So as long as you know, Granit Xhaka has a really good game. He plays like he's supposed to, and we, you know, don't make any silly mistakes or let any freak goals in from set pieces. I think, I think, I think we should be good. I think, you know, we should be looking for an easy win here. Yeah, I think that the team is only a couple of you know players you're looking at really as to who you're taking out. Gabriel Jesus, Trossard is one. Jorginho Partey is the other. I've gone with Jesus in mine. Um, I think being fully rested after the break, you know, getting back into the team, getting playing, getting in minutes. I think that's going to be really important. Um, I'm only playing Partey if he's fully fit and ready. Obviously, the, the club will know that. They will know that they don't need to and and shouldn't be looking to uh, to rest him uh, unless they need to. So he's only there if he. He's indeed fit and available. Yeah, Ramsdale, White, Holding, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Partey, Odegaard, Xhaka, Martin Lee, Gabriel, Jesus, and Saka. Um, just some interesting news coming out uh, on Twitter. Uh, team News and Ticks on Twitter, which are uh, a site that are very good regarding inside information on things around the club, suggesting that Saliba's news isn't actually that good. Um, first scan, potentially they thought the season was over um, and that he needed to have an operation. The second scan looked better and they think that they can get him through games but know that he could pull up at any moment and the fact that they haven't booked in an operation is said to be good news he is going to be managed very carefully um mm. so unfortunately it seems that that injury was worse than what the club initially thought or what people initially thought that it would have been as i said i saw him after the the game against sporting i saw him after the game against palace he looked to be walking fine through, you know, the mix zone and you'd never know there was a serious injury. And that's why it's always important to remember that just by seeing somebody walking around or, you know, it does not mean there isn't an injury being hidden there. Uh, so it seems that Saliba's injury will hear more from Arteta tomorrow, of course, but uh, that could be a frustration for us. It means that there's a lot of things going on around Rob Holding. I'm going to kind of, I would usually go straight to predictions, but with that news coming out, David. How do you feel about Rob Holding being there? Tommy Asu's out until the end of the season, so you don't have the option to use Ben White at right centre-back and Tommy Asu at right-back. Um, is there any other ways that you might manage it? Obviously, we've got big games, Liverpool, City, Chelsea, Newcastle away. Is Holding good enough to play the rest of these 10 games? I hope so, boy. <laughs> like, at... at... At this point, I'm pretty sure everybody kind of realizes that Holden's one of those players that you can kind of bring in and he can kind of do a job for you. But to have him playing what would potentially be the next 10 games in a row, I, again, you know, we don't quite know what what Saliba is, is um, you know, when Saliba's going to be coming back. So at this point, do I feel confident about it? If I'm going to be honest, not really. Against every other side, maybe except for City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and um, and um, Newcastle, I'm actually fine with him being in. But it's going to be those tough games, um, that's really going to make the rest of the season for us. If we can get points off them, then cool. But 
with a player like like Holden in there, it is it is a sizable drop for us in that in that back line. He's not the quickest, um, as 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 Saliva, and um, I just hope that he's able to to kind of pull it together. You know, like this is this is for him if he's able to do what we all want him to do between now and the end of the season, and we end up winning the um, Premier League, he'll end up going down as a legend, in my opinion. <laughs> you, I, I, I mean, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you can laugh, you can laugh, but it's like, like, like everybody in in every season, you always have them one or two players that usually have like an outside role, the um bit part player that kind of just comes in and kind of does what they're supposed to do. If he does this, oh, I'm telling you right now, bro. I put money down on it right now. Legendary status for Rob Holden, and he can go off into the sunset this 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 summer. We can sell him, we can get. A little bit of money for him or whatever, but he has to do it. He has a he like he has I mean, to make the difference. There's an argument, surely, David, that if he comes in, say if Saliba's situation is is dire and we don't have him for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. which based upon this this revelations that are coming through, it seems is is a potential possibility if they don't want to risk him, and they probably will throw him in maybe in an Anfield if they feel mm-hmm. already, or they might rest him and see how their injury develops and throwing him at the at the Etihad if they want to do that. That might be what we see. If Holding comes in, plays every game, bar the one we throw Saliba in for, and bosses it, why on earth is he then not good enough to be our backup right centre-back? Is what I would ask. Because mm. if he puts in the performances in a last title challenge, who is anyone to say that this guy is not good enough? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Look, look, look. I, get, I, I get exactly what you mean. Because at that point, he'll be playing in high-pressure games at a very, very high level against some high-level opposition. So I understand your 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 argument, dear, and I think probably the counter argument is going to be well, you know, we have seen this season, we have seen at parts last season where he has come in and he hasn't been as good. And I think the whole thing about him is, can he keep this up? Can he be consistent between now and the end of the season? If he can, I absolutely see your point. Um, and it's just about if you want to kind of, you know, go on about well, can we can we do better? Can we bring in better? Can we actually go out and get? A right center back that can actually bump us up an even better level because that's ultimately what we need to be looking at between now and kind of going into the future like we do have a good squad but there's always room for improvement and you know people people you know with the likes of holding um reese nelson you know potentially conga when he comes back in you can sit there and say look those are areas that you can improve upon and that if you do get a better player in that position, then it would just take the um, quality of the squad up even more. But I absolutely see your point between on the end of the season if he does it. There's a question to be made at the end of the season. Rohit, come in on this. What are you feeling about this tool? Well, I think this completely pulls my mood down before the Saturday <laughs> game. I'm expecting him to be rested for three weeks and then ready for, 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 the, for the trip to Anfield. But uh, I think for holding to work, there, there are two things in my head. We need a fit party because we need Thomas party to be shielding, holding in most of the games. And I'm, I'm good with holding when it comes to home games, to be honest. Even though uh, you might think that home games are the ones where we, have, where we have considered the most amount of goals, but we've also scored the most amount of goals. It's all the away games and there are three tough ones there. Uh, of course, Liverpool, City, and Newcastle, where I would be very 
I'll be dropping bricks if Holding is, is playing there. So it kind of makes more sense to me to play to play Jorginho in Leeds game, even though Holding and Jorginho is not an ideal partnership because they both are slow. So we need a Thomas party against Liverpool and all the remaining games, uh, all the remaining nine games, because he would need to shield Holding with his life. Because we know what holding has in him, he can have he can have sparks of billions. You know, he can also have sparks sparks of craziness. Sometimes we all remember the Spurs game last season, and we also remember the the, the, the tackle he made in in the, in the Crystal Palace game. And we will be playing a lot of teams which we, which are going to be better than Crystal Palace and Leeds, and yeah. we are going to play against teams like West Ham and Southampton, even Wolves in the on, in the last last home game, last game of the season, who will be fighting for the lives. Yeah. And who would either be trying to hold on for a draw or trying to counter counterattack and get a get a one nil on us? So whatever holding does from now till whenever Celebrity returns, or even if it's a, if it, even if even if it's remaining ten games, if he plays all ten of them, party is going to be key along mm. with Ben White next to him. They need to have imperious and peerless performance in whichever game they play, along with holding. Mm. Otherwise, if they drop. Or if any one of them gets injured, then I'm very, I'll then then it becomes then it becomes very tough because mm. City with the depth that they have, especially we losing uh, Tommy Asu was a, was a big blow for us, and we don't have many people who can actually play right wing as effectively as Ben White right now. I wouldn't put anybody over him. Uh, so, uh, so so, so Th Thomas Party is going to be key. For mm. me, if holding is gonna, if his holding is gonna play all ten games, even if even a few of them, so overall, this kind of puts a downer in my mood before the game. To be honest, no, no, this is this is this is what I also end on with with holding. I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but I noticed this. One of the biggest things in that Crystal Palace game is every time the ball would go up, they would always target Rob Rob Holden. Mm. So much, so much to the point that Zaha. Somebody that we always know usually likes to keep the width was actually coming inside to try and receive the ball and trying to go past him so many times. And I think that's the only kind of issue that we really have. It's pace and, and opposition teams looking to try and target him because they know that he has a lack of pace. So just like Rohi had said, I absolutely agree with you. We need a very a very fit and very hard-working party along with a very hard-working and fit Ben White to the end of the season because they are going to have to defend him for the life for the rest of the season. And they can do that. And if Holden, you know, can get in a goal at two, then obviously I think we can do it. It's just about it's just about if we can if we can do the most to take the pressure off of him. That's gonna be the issue. Yeah. Uh I think that we're gonna see a lot of people suggesting that we had holding in games at the end of last season, you know, which obviously didn't go particularly well. Um, the Spurs game in particular, I would say in response to anyone suggesting that, that A, we had no parte in those games, and B, Cedric was right back. So, you know, then you need to start thinking about the reality of those situations. Um, holding this time around is going to have Ben White to his right, as long as he stays fit, of course, Touchwood. And parte again, as long as he stays fit, is going to be in CDM with Gabriel in the best form of his life and fully fit, of which he wasn't when we went to Newcastle, um, mm. next to him as well. Uh, with Ramsdale, you know, again, behind him. So I'm still confident. I'm still, you know, I'm not going to allow this Saliba stuff to, to downheart me too much because 
We saw a really good win against Palace with Rob Holding at the back. We've won two FA Cups with Rob Holding starting in both of those FA Cup finals. He can do it when the pressure's on. We've got to mm. now see if he can do it in Arsenal's most dire need. This is the biggest part of Rob Holding's entire career. And it's mm -hmm. an opportunity for him to throw a big middle finger up to a lot of the people, including myself, that mm -hmm. have, you know, underrated him, perhaps criticised him maybe. You know, it's a chance for him to turn around and say, you know what, I am an Arsenal player and I'm good enough to be here and I'm going to show it to you. So let's see that, hopefully in the last 10 games, well, well. if indeed he needs to play all of them between now and the end of the season. Um, we're going to go to predictions for Leeds then. David, scoreline and scorers, please. I want to go 2-0. Um, Saka with the first and Dan um, into the second half. I'll go with Gabriel Jesus. I think, I think if we can get him on the M score sheet within the next game or two, Especially going into this last this last run of games is going to be very important. So, um, I'm willing it into ex into existence at this point. Rohit, I'm going to go with the three nil for Arsenal, and I hope it's a goal. It's it's goal from uh, Martinelli, G uh, Gabriel Jesus, and uh, and and Odegaard, and I hope it's a free kick because uh, I don't think they have scored a free kick this season in PL. It'll be fun to have a free kick as a goal. No, it's it's a zero free kick goal this season. I I, mm. I didn't see the stat. Yeah, I don't think we have. You're right. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we scored one. Last Stones. season we had Odegaard got one against Burnley. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there any That's others? Right. Was that the only one all season? That was it, you know? Yeah, Odegaard, Burnley. I think they're that was it. They are, they, yeah, they are, they are rare to come by, but then I hope we do get one because we haven't scored any this season. And I hope it's a clean sheet because we don't really keep clean sheets at home. The last one was Everton. Mm -hmm. And again, a fun stat out of 12 clean sheets that we have kept, nine have been away. So I think it's time, even though even though it's a useless stat, because it also means that out of 26 goals that we have conceded, 17 have been at home. But all these stats mean nothing because out of 22 games that out of 22 games that we have won, 11 we have been at home and 11 away. So stats mean nothing as long as we back those three points. That's been everything to me. Um, yeah, exactly. But no, really good points, especially about the clean sheets away from home. That's telling. You know, I think, you mm. know, at home, we need to make sure that we're getting that. We need to create a fortress at the Emirates. But it's great to have those stats, especially knowing that we've got to go to Anfield, go to the Etihad, go to St. James's Park. So to have all of that is is really beneficial to us. And let's go to the chat box. Uh, 147 Bazzi says 2-1 Leeds United for the shock. Not a fan of Arsenal. It's Who is this guy, man? 5-0 statement yeah. win just after City dropped more points as well. Of course, they'll be playing earlier in the day. Steelers, Panthers, Pens is going for a 2-2 draw in that one. Um, going, scrolling down the chat box. Temi says 3-1 win. Um, Jesus with the brace and a Martinelli screamer. Uh, Keith's going for a 3-1 win. Ash going for a tight 1-0 because part of the bus is incoming. Uh, Noah's going for a 4-1 Saka hat-trick and Jesus with a goal as well. James going for a 5-0 Jesus brace. Saka double uh, and holding header. Holding it in a goal would be poetically brilliant. Uh, Steve Stone, 3-1 Arsenal. Uh, Odegaard brace. Uh, come on, you Gooners. Uh, Ranty's going for a 2-0 Arsenal over Jesus and Saka on the scoreline. Uh, Ashin's going for a Rob Holding header for the first goal and 3-0. We are changing the TGT prediction. It is now a Rob Holding screamer. That is the prediction every single preview, and we will will it into existence. So I'm going to go for a 4-0 Arsenal win, Rob Holding with a screamer. Um, ben White still getting on the score sheet, of course, but Jesus and Trossard coming off the bench to get one as well uh, is what I'm going to go for. Uh, David, thank you so much for your time, mate. As always, tell people where they can find you. Um, can't really find me anywhere right now. So, um, yeah, um, appreciate it, TC. 
Um, thanks for the opportunity again. Again, I, I don't really get too many opportunities to do this because of um, the time distance, but um, it's, it's, it, was a, it was a nice chat. It was a nice chat. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, mate. Appreciate it. And Rohit, thank you so much, mate, for your time as well. Tell people where they can find you. Thanks so for having me. They can find me on Discord. If you're a member of, uh, of, of TGT, then please do join Discord. And uh, that's the only social I'm on. And it's a great community out there. And you will find a lot of uh, level-headed Guna, Guna fans there. So, so, so join Discord, become a member on, on the Guna Talk. And one last fun fact before I sign off. Reese Nelson has scored a goal every 34 minutes that he has played in the PL for us. So maybe he can come off the bench and do something oh. tomorrow. Sorry, on Saturday. Rohit loving the stats. 37 minutes of goal. I mean, that's better than Haaland, mate. So he surely should be starting every game. We'll see. Yes. We'll really, see yeah. what happens. We'll see what happens. Hopefully you can have another impact before the end of the season. Thank you, listeners, uh, for tuning in. Appreciate your time, as always. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Mikel Arteta's press conference is due to take place tomorrow early afternoon. So we'll be reacting to that in Saturday morning show, of which, of course, will be game day as well. We'll see you soon. Have a fantastic day. And as always, I was about to say keep following us down the Arsenal way there, but do make sure you always make yourself safe, well, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.